the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for staying with us. Kelvin chastised me because I didn't get out Kelly's number enough times. So here's Kelly's number. (laughs) 612-584-3834. I'll say it again at the end for you, Kelvin. 612-584-3834. There you go. Okay, so we're talking about the difference between protecting your personal stuff and protecting your personal body. Mm -hmm. Right. So the example was somebody steals something from my store, runs out with it. And it was my mom's, it means everything to me. He's running out. I'm going to chase him down. I'll shoot him because I'll slow him up. Problem. Took my stuff. Problem. <laughs> yeah, that's That would probably be considered. That was his problem because he came into my stuff, stole my stuff, and then left. I Hey, I don't disagree with you necessarily, but I think the law does because the problem is that's property that you're defending at this point. This person's taken off with it. And you're not going to be allowed to use a lethal amount of force to protect property. Mm-hmm. I think most people are going to say that that's excessive in that situation. You're going to get yourself into some trouble. Lethal meaning killing. What about lethal meaning like hurting? Well, Cause... again, that's subjective. I mean, I think if you hurt somebody, you're allowed to protect your property. Don't you get me wrong. To what degree? Because you told me last time I have to go retreat like a little puppy back in the corner in mm-hmm. the fetal position <laughs> when somebody's coming to steal my crap. I, I wouldn't go that far. Um, Responsibility to retreat. Well, what is that. that far, though? Let me just ask you, know I mean? you that. So so let's go back to the, to the uh, well, well, I don't care where you are. Mm-hmm. You're in a restaurant. Someone's harassing you in mm-hmm. a restaurant. And mm-hmm. So you have a duty to retreat. Uh, do you have a duty to run out the back door? What if you don't know where the back door is? I think that the idea is, I mean, if there is something currently happening, you're allowed to defend yourself. Don't get me wrong. We have self-defense as mm-hmm. a defense in this state. The issue is more so these clear-cut cases where you could have gotten yourself out of the situation. You're in a fight with somebody, and you just decide that you're going to stay and start swinging, and then it gets it goes wrong from there, and mm-hmm. you pull out a gun. And but you know how things accelerate. I mean, you, you, you're you in a, in a situation, words are exchanged, next thing you know, the, you know you're know you poking at one another. It just kind of, and then it just kind of goes whoosh on you. And the whole thing takes, you know, perhaps three seconds. I mean, it's seconds. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of time. Let's face it, your one side of your brain shut off. Mm-hmm. So there is no fight. rational. It's fight or flight. Yeah, there is chose... no rational thought at yeah. that point. Mm-hmm. And you chose fight, yep. So... You know, you grab anything and start hitting them with it. Mm-hmm. Well, again, it's like, okay, in that situation, what's reasonable? Mm-hmm. Would a person look at that and say, hey, and again, we have different opinions in, in society, mm-hmm. right? Right, right. But you got to think, look, if I do this, am I going to be looked at as the aggressor mm-hmm. in this situation? Okay. You know, and it that, again, too, is subjective. That's why this is so tricky. And they tell you, look, don't pull out your gun unless you're going to you know, actually use it because right. it's like... You can't be waving a gun around at people. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's a terroristic threat. That's a second-degree assault in Minnesota. But it's just you have to really 
it's as much as you can't at the time, you have to really stop and think. It's like, don't be the aggressor. If you kind of repeat something in your head, it's like, I can't be seen as the aggressor in this situation. I can do what's necessary to protect myself, to protect others, to protect my property, but it can't be excessive and it can't be something where you're going to be the person on the offensive. Can I ask you a new question? Mm-hmm. Are you good? Yeah, please. So during uh, the riots that were going on, we have um, some family friends where their uh, kids bought a property in South Mini and all this stuff was happening. And they, they told, again, they told everybody in that block, like, hey, we're not going to be here. You need to defend your property. Mm-hmm. They went home, got shotguns, literally sat on their front porch and people are walking down. They're literally cocking the shotgun saying if you come on our property we're shooting you Mm -hmm. is that okay because that would i mean literally saying if you come on our property we're we're not going to get into like this back and forth we're just but did they come on the property no they stayed off because they're there with a gun well right there so you're coming you're on the road and i'm there with my shotgun going if you come on my property i'm going to shoot you well again it's fact specific so if i'm just walking down the street minding my own business Mm -hmm. and somebody is like racking a shotgun at me <laughs> telling me Stay don't away. come on my property keep it moving don't come on my property yep. no not okay that's and not there okay has to be a threat that because if i'm just walking down the street and i'm minding my own business and you're going to threaten well, me then no that's not okay i have to actually that but that's how these do something blocks to threaten literally hmm, it's interesting I mean, that's threat, how these blocks protected them okay so what right, about right? this what what about this so now I'm going to give you all kinds of scenarios. Hold on. Hold on. Are, you, are you saying we're done with my scenario? No, no. I'm going to okay. just dovetail on you. Because sometimes you. Synergy. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> what about I've got my property posted? No trespassing. Yep. Yep. By, you know, people, trespassers will be shot. Yep. And then someone trespasses and they get shot. Good? Well, yeah. I mean, that would be, I mean, somebody's actually trespassing. There's a threat. Mm-hmm. They've, they're doing something to come onto your property and there's you perceive that as a threat? Sure. I mean, that's different than just How, walking down the street minding your own business and then somebody's there, you know, racking a shotgun no, threatening no, you. They're, no, they're on their property. They're literally on their front porch. These people are coming by. They're starting to yell and scream and all that. Like, hey, if you come on our property. That's different. Yeah. I mean, that's different. If they're coming mm-hmm. on your property and there's, it depends on, again, too, what is this person's, right? what are they saying to you? What's the intention mm-hmm. of this person? Are they coming because they dropped their Coca-Cola bottle and no, they have to during, pick it up? Or are the they coming they're because, all walking down the street and they're creating havoc. Well, you know? then, yeah, that's a real threat. Yeah. So, I mean, then you're allowed to use a reasonable amount of force to protect your property. Meaning, you again, in that situation, it's like, well, okay, if somebody's there mm-hmm. and they're coming and they're threatening you and they're you, you shoot that person, you better be darn sure that that was a reasonable amount of force. And you better not use any force beyond that, I'll tell you that. I know you want to unload the clip on the person, but it's... Well, it's yeah. adrenaline, like you yeah. said. I mean, it's just, you just keep shooting. Like yeah. the guy in the, in, the, in, the, in the hallway in my house in the middle of the night, it wouldn't have just been one shot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, that person's in your house. Yeah. I mean... That's different. That's going to be a little if bit... If there's three in there, there's three going out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So how many rounds can you have in a shotgun? You were saying earlier when we were kind of... But, I mean... Three. Seven, only yeah. three. Yeah. yeah. You shoot all three. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably laying on the ground. You're just shooting because it's dark. You're <laughs> shooting the refrigerator or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about some uh, cases that you're working on currently that are in this, uh, this area. Yeah, that you can. And then, yeah, yeah, that you can, and then also talk about the other areas of law that you, you know, I know it's all crim, but like, like define that out a little bit. Because yeah. I noticed on your site you talk about expungements, pardons, gun rights, criminal defense. Yeah. Well, the uh... Kelly Keegan, six one two five eight four thirty eight thirty four, just satisfy Kelvin. 
Kelly. It's one two five eight four thirty eight thirty four. Go ahead. Yeah. It, so it's all things criminal defense. It tends to be for me more what we call street crime. Mm-hmm. You know, assaults, domestic assaults, drug crimes. I don't do a ton of white collar stuff. But the firearms piece of it, what I do do a lot of, and I'm busy with this this time of year, is I, I deal with a lot of people who have lost their gun rights. I can tell very quickly and easily, does somebody have their gun rights, yes or no? And I get a lot of calls from people who How are very tell? confused. Just the laws. I mean, oh, I will oh. say that they are, it's a labyrinth. It's a puzzle of trying to figure this stuff out. You know, I went to my concealed carry class, and um, shout out to the Osseo Gun Club, because I took my class there, and they said, hey, all right, everybody, you know, let, you know they figured out, you know, everybody introduces themselves. Yeah. Go around, say why you're here. And they figured out, oh, she's an attorney and she practices in firearms law. And he says, well, if I say something wrong in this class, you'll correct me now, won't you? Mm -hmm. Well, first thing out of his mouth was, you know, if you're a felon, you can't be here. And my hand goes up and I'm like, well, you know, that's not actually entirely true. (laughs) We have a lot of exceptions to that. Um, And the same thing, too, with domestics. If you have a domestic on your record, you're not necessarily prohibited from possessing firearms. So there's a lot of confusion out there, though. And I see it with not only judges, other attorneys, prosecutors, but the sheriffs in issuing permits. There's a mm. lot of confusion as to who can have guns and who can't. Is there is there a difference between what type of firearm? Because a conceal and carry it basically implies pistol, right? Yes. Or, or a carry, permit to carry Yes, but it, you can also, it's a hand, a concealed carry permit's also handy for just transporting firearms, even long guns. Okay. Because you don't have to then get into the whole issue of casing it and unloading it and making sure that it's properly transported. If you have a concealed carry permit, you can just kind of do what you want Throw it in the back seat. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with firearms, I mean, I don't fault the people who are working in this stuff because the gun laws are written incredibly complicated. I mean, they, they don't make it easy for people. So it's, it's an interesting thing for me. I mean, I've been getting a lot of calls from people wanting to, you know, see if they're prohibited and I can help them with that. And if they are prohibited, how do they fix it? Hmm. You know, people who get denied a purchase and the NICS system, the NICS system is interesting. <laughs> it's a hot mess. But I mean, they have people who get put on a delay and people who get denied and they want to fix it. How do I go about this? And the FBI is not particularly helpful. They'll tell you the reason for why you're being delayed or denied a mm-hmm. purchase, but they don't really do a lot in terms of saying, well, here's how you take steps to fix it. But that's me. You can right. call me and I can Because they don't care you if you fix it, essentially. Yeah. I mean, they're- Why you would know, they care? Yeah. They just assume you didn't have one. You know, the other thing that's interesting is I'll say the laws really have shifted. And I, I'm not saying changed- But after the Sandy Hook school shooting in December of 2012, the federal government really took a lot of the laws that are on the books currently and really started to define terms more broadly. So they said, look, we can't get anything passed in Congress to change the gun laws, but we're going to take the things that are already on the books and start to define them more broadly. An example, there's a common perception that if you get some case expunged in Minnesota, it fixes it. The Fed said, wait a second, when we said expunge it, it has to reverse a conviction for Mm. us to say that's valid. And Minnesota's expungement does not do that. Okay. So there's things where people think, well, this is how I fix it. And it's like, no, not anymore. So when you say broadening, you're you're talking really restricting. Yeah, restricting rights of Mm -hmm. people. There was a lot of that happening after the Sandy Hook school shooting, executive orders, laws that the FBI has now started to say, hey, we're going to broaden who this applies to. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, we got 19 seconds left. Kelly Keegan, attorney at law, gun rights expert, 612-584-3834. If you have anything uh, going on in your life where you're involving firearms at all, give Kelly a ring-a-ling, and she'll help you uh, work through it. I will. And uh, she'll be happy to help you, and that first consultation is with charge. 
<laughs> no. No, it's not. <laughs> it will be. You're Burke Spencer. <laughs> it's awful. Okay. We'll be, we'll be back next week. You've been listening to your real estate chalk talk with the Hitner Group, the leaders of the number one Coldwell Banker Burnett real estate team in Minnesota. If you want to get more when you sell and pay less when you buy, call 612-627-8000 or go online to hitnergroup.com.